0: Hello there, I'm here with fans. We have an L.A. star in our midst today, Jay Montavello. Hi, Jay, how are you?
1: Hi, how are you, how are you, Jill? Um, so, yeah, so it's just, just sometimes <laughs> the spelling is uh, crazy, but it's Montalvo.
0: Montalvo, don't get yes, that wrong, guys, Montalvo. Yeah, yeah. Montalvo. That is such a cool last name. Is, and yeah, tell perfect. us where you come from. New York, but where's your background? So, yeah,
1: New York City. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, you know, my uh, my lineage is uh, from hails from uh, South America, Ecuador, and Italian roots. And mm. there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, there's even Lebanese and me. The, there's a whole bunch of good stuff. So I'm kind of a mixture of a lot of things. And the Montalvo name actually uh, derives from, I think, both Italy and Spain. Um, and uh, from what I understand, from what I understand from what is, is that uh, during the 1800s, there was this Le- Lebanese family that changed their names for the persecution in Spain, and they kind of moved on and found their way into other parts of uh, the continent somehow and uh and kind of I'm still I'm still learning these things yeah (laughs) I can't really can't really be quoted on that but that's kind of where I am in my research and uh I ask a lot of family um uh, entities like cousins and stuff who actually fill me in on these good things
0: well you definitely look uh, like your name is spelt you are that dashing dark handsome (laughs) kind of look you, you're, you play a dad on uh, on Young and the Restless. You're a reoccurring role on Young and the Restless. That's a huge show to be on. You get to be Adrian Rosales. Did I
1: lose you? No. Nope. Oh, there you go. Adrian Rosales. Okay. So I you went dark for a little bit. On the question, yeah, um, on Young and the Restless, I am currently playing uh, Adrian Rosales, which is the patriarch of the Rosales family. I... Um, Actually, uh, LaRue uh, was on the show for a little bit, and she plays my ex-wife. And, um, well, what happens with Adrian is interesting, because he's um, sort of a character that's, um, let's call him, he's a good guy. I like the guy, but um, he's kind of misunderstood. He's always on the the survival mode and on the take, so he kind of appears to be a bit of a grifter, very charming guy. Uh, But he's not very well-liked, because, you know, I guess... uh, situations have made him do things that perhaps are not on the up and up. Uh, he definitely wants a relationship with his daughter and his son, but uh, they have a lot of resentment towards him and uh, you know although I think I can I can save the, the day with my daughter um, Lola, he's desperately trying to to do that. So you know the way the writings going, we really don't know yet where where that uh, how that journeys going to unfold, but it's very interesting the last episode I was on uh, I clearly had uh, gotten some money from my son-in-law Kyle Abbott which is played by Michael Mailer and uh, uh, but basically Adrian hits him up for some money and then he goes to the the posh hotel and basically starts buying people drinks and having a good time and turns out he winds up leaving without paying his (laughs) tab. so we don't really know yet that's where it kind of left off so I'm not really uh, privy to know exactly yet what's, what's gonna follow uh, I nor have they told me uh, when that will happen but uh, but I look forward to it it's been really really fun thus far
0: So when you got on this show how did that all happen you when you yeah 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 very interesting so uh, I mean I've done another soap
1: opera in the past and that was General Hospital I played the DA uh, Benjamin sorrow on that show and years um, had gone by you know when I did General Hospital I, I had gotten an offer and uh, I, you know I had an audition for uh, Mark Teshner who uh, had seen me three years prior on something else on a contract role which uh, went to someone else but uh, I guess I made an impact and uh, he remembered and so that came out uh, as a direct offer and I worked on that show so uh, it wasn't my first time uh, to the soap opera world. This time on The Younger Wrestlers, though, however, I went in the traditional way. So I went in to casting, um, like everyone else read on the on the role. And uh, soon after, I was actually brought into the network and uh, sat down, and we had a talk regarding the, the character. And uh, that's kind of one thing led to another. Before I Know the offer came through. And I, uh, I was playing Adrian, so they kind of just asked me my take on it, and they were telling me how they wanted to take the character for, in the beginning and how the character would be introduced, so it was very interesting to, to have that conversation and the way it was approached. Uh, I have to tell you, the people at Young and Restless are just absolutely wonderful. Um, it, I've had nothing but a, a great experience working with some of the people who have been on the show for a very long time. It's just a very cohesive uh, family, great group. So I'm really proud and happy to, to to you know walk in those shoes for
0: for now. That's amazing. You're so humble for somebody who's been in the industry for so long. You started out in theater and have done it like, you know, you did the grind. You did the auditions. You got the connections. You moved out to L. A. You made it happen. Like we we've been following you for quite some time. When we first went to L. A. We <laughs> thank you. We I remember um, when we'd seen your look, you know, we we love different ethnicities and different looks, and I think you're perfect right. for being that, like, mysterious young and the restless actor, oh my goodness, you're perfect for it, so we'll have well, to check yeah, you out on
1: that, yeah. Yeah, I think the first time actually you were following me was on a show that I had with John Schneider, uh, Dukes of Hazzard, John Schneider, and that's uh, a sci-fi show that 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 I had. Yes, um, yes. Done on Sci-Fi Channel, and you know, and kind of uh, reached out to some international countries, and, and that was kind of very, very, uh, a very nice show. However, it didn't uh, uh, it didn't make it uh, to another season, so kind of we moved on from there. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a long journey and it's been a really good one. You know, if I if I think back to the days of New York, uh, uh, when I first started out, my first one of my first jobs was a a, a Dr Pepper national uh, commercial, and uh, in that commercial, it's just really interesting. Uh, I had totally forgotten about this, and someone a friend of mine had sent me a, a copy of it. Uh, probably about I'd say about. Six or seven years ago and uh, I was fronky and, and the voice one of the characters voices sounded very familiar and I'm like oh my god that sounds like Sam Rockwell and then it wasn't to that moment that I put two and two together and said oh my goodness that's Sam uh, Sam Rockwell and we're really young in that commercial, and it's uh, it's interesting. Well, you know, I don't have to say much where Sam is in his career. Yeah, <laughs> it's just absolutely basic. So, uh, so I, I'd like to think that I'm the I'm the next one to get to that to that to that stature. But uh, it's been it's been wonderful. It's it's definitely kind of a don't give up attitude, and you, you take the good with the bad. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Uh, that it's going to work out, but somehow, you know, you, you just keep at it, you, you you give it your best, and, and uh, you know, things show up. So it's been that like a philosophy, and it's worked out well uh, thus far.
0: Well, there must be a trick to it, so thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> uh,
1: my pleasure.
0: So you started your career on the big screen, Get Shorty that was an epic yeah. crazy cool movie like let's let's dive yeah, into that so, and how you got that role and like what yes. that experience was like
1: right so that was really kind of a very, really cool experience so, i mean i had just moved out to la from new york and uh, uh i i basically was doing the auditions and stuff i uh my first agent, theatrical agent in, in L.A., actually is a uh, super huge manager now, um, representing some pretty big stars, and uh, during that time, I'd I been seen for quite a bit of this stuff, but it was kind of rough going for a while in L.A., you know, it's just kind of a news town, casting directors didn't know me, they had to get to know me, but the good thing is I, I always felt like I was planting the seeds and getting giving them the opportunity to get to know me, get familiar with me, and uh, I'd say clearly about four and a half years of that, four and a half years later, I walk into an audition on this movie, Get Shorty, and, uh, you know, (laughs) I had no idea uh, who the stars of the movie were going to be, but I walked in, I was just... Incredibly confident in terms of like the character I was going to play, and I just said I'm I'm I am not taking no for an answer on this one. I mean, after four and a half years, I said this is I have to get this thing, and it wasn't really about the job. It was really more about that I was going to make an impact. And um, I walked in. I had these, you know, the character had uh, they had written the character with uh, you know these sunglasses, which eventually I, I I wear in the in the in the movie and uh, I did not remove those, I was just totally into my thing, and uh, I wound up getting the movie, and I, well, I, I worked, I, uh, I'd say two weeks on that movie, and um, it's uh, a role that, that uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but uh, yeah. it's a role where the, where, yeah, where the nephew Yayo has uh, the uncle played by uh, Miguel Sandoval, and then he's got his bodyguards, and I'm one of his bodyguards. I'm wearing the personal glasses, and we're, uh, we're in several seats, and, and it was just really cool. And I, I mean, at the table read, I remember, and there's a, you know, there's a, uh, all these stars. You know, there's a, a from the from John Travolta to uh, Rene Russo to Gene Hackman, yep. It, uh, I
0: think David, everybody in the world has seen story. that movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, oh, little old me. I'm like, oh, well, little gun beads are going, oh, my goodness. I'm like, oh, wow. I made John Travolta from Saturday Night Fever, and, you know. Did um, that change Connor, your life? Okay, like, remember there as a kid. Well, it, you know, it, it, it just kind of opened some other opportunities, and it just kind of made me feel like I, I had finally arrived in L.A., now, and I can't say that, that that it wasn't ever that easy you know from that it, it just opened the opportunities and it, I started working you know and, uh, and I'll tell you that the the commercial world opened up to me quite a bit while in la I mean I built a very big commercial career and I've done uh, over a hundred some odd spots in, My journey and a lot of nationals, including my last campaign was a uh, a Cialis campaign, and uh, I think it was the last one that was on the air, and that one was a a great one. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You know,
1: (laughs) it's uh, so there's there's been a lot of these nice nationals that uh, that allowed me to uh, you know continue uh, the journey as well. I've done a lot of uh, guest stars on television you know, CSI Miami, uh, Commander-in-Chief with Gina Davis, um, Donald Sutherland. I mean, I, I've worked with some people and met a lot of people, and sometimes even being on a show or, or a movie, even not working with them, you kind of get to meet them, like you know, it's just been really, really, really fascinating, because as a kid, I would, growing up, I would watch television or go to movies and go, oh, you know would I would I'd like to have that happen, you know, I'd like to be able to work like that one day and, and then, you know, you get to grow up and you actually are on a set with somebody going, oh, wow, I, I watched you on this and that and here you are. So, but that kind of you start to see, you know, it's just it's just folks who just have talent. Do their thing, you know, and it's uh, it's just a privilege. I, yeah, I I just sometimes feel like the luckiest guy.
0: Yeah, you make it sound like that, you know. It's kind of like if you just keep going, maybe you could be like Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool.
1: I just say, well, persevere. You never know, you know. If it's something that's that 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 resonates with you and that you're passionate about, it's something you really want. Do all the work necessary to to really uh, engage in, in, in the world. I mean, everybody has the ability to do something grand. So it's whatever your calling is, whatever you whatever you see fit for you that makes you that makes you resonate. Because I don't even want to say happiness, because happiness is is a state. You know, it's not something that that exists for you on a twenty four seven. It's just something that if you chase it. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be miserable. The idea is to really go with the flow of how life is. You know, everything is an is an ebb and flow. So it's uh, that understanding is what
0: really opens you up to the possibility of really being present in your existence. Wow, you're changing my life right now. Oh, my goodness. Wow, you're very deep. Okay. It has been amazing talking to you, Jay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And uh, we can't Likewise. wait to share with our network more about you on our website. I'm here with mag.com And they can see some clips and pictures and, and get, like, a really great idea of who you are and get to see that uh, charming face of yours. That, uh, hopefully we get to see you on more episodes of Young and the Restless.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time.
0: No problem.